0: Our sponsor, WeAudition.com, is really this extraordinary full-service platform for actors. You can put yourself on tape. You can get an acting coach. You can even just get somebody to read with you. It's also really cheap. You sign up for like $10 a month. However, anybody who listens to our podcast gets a 25% discount by plugging in the code ACTINGCLASS. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. All right, just before we start, I have been asked for the podcast audience to announce on behalf of British equity, apparently there's a problem of film production companies asking for performers to submit nude audition tapes. And uh, they said if they're approached by a production called either The Power or Lone Viking that ask for nude tapes, do not engage and instead report the incident to Equity as soon as possible. So, I'm sure people would put that out. Who would have thought... I mean, who thinks of things like that? The difficulty of acting. And, it, and it's interesting, in the book, I Don't Need an Acting Class, which comes out in November, I'm, I mention the idea. Well, first of all, Strasberg had said, the uh, actor is both the pianist, and the piano and by that he means you are the instrument but you also have to be able to play the instrument and I add to it in the book because I realize you're not just the instrument and you have to play the instrument you also are the composer and you're the conductor it's like so much goes into acting that you, it's like you have to know pacing and you have to know rhythm and you have to know. Uh, Greg was doing, oddly enough and weirdly enough, he was doing a monologue from a play that I directed him in, what, three years ago? For an audition. And, of course, revisiting three years later was interesting. But aside from that, it was a monologue from the play, and he'd done the play. And so it's different. It's different because the monologue has to end. And so it's, it's just a weird thing that you have to feel like when you hear a monologue that there's a last line of the monologue. L- like in film there's a last line of the scene i mean you you have to play it you have to you have to move towards the last line of the scene because it's leading to another scene now is it real is it believable is it like out of character probably not i mean we don't normally talk that way we don't normally end an evening with the last line we say goodbye It moves out of the concept of what is real life. And so that's really another issue that that absolutely builds, that is absolutely difficult Mm -hmm. about acting because there is a difference between what is real. There is a difference between what is real life and what is theater. We have exercises called smartening up activities. And basically what you do is you take um, a kind of banal activity, like writing a letter, but you have to make it interesting. Because somebody writing a letter on stage, you want to kill yourself. It's like, oh, good, I believe them. They're writing a letter. But when you're writing a letter, or reading is the worst, Stella used to have a rule, never come into a room reading. It's just like the idea of reading is so difficult to make interesting. And it's difficult to make interesting without mugging. It's like you can sort of see, you know, that kind of mugging thing of, mmm, ah, oh, yeah, ah, ah, you know, and you do all of these performance things. So there are these exercises where you take an activity that is not interesting And you find variations on it so that you can make it interesting. I always think, what would Meryl do? The idea of her reading a book, it would be just absolutely fascinating, I'm sure. But it's part of acting. It's part of theater. And it adds to the difficulty of it. What we're talking about are those elements that are added on top of the character, that are added on top of making the play believable, believing the moment you're in, living off the given circumstances. All of these things that are so important in trying to build my relationship to the world around me has this added element. Which is, it has to be interesting. Uh, And somehow or another, like so much of acting, it becomes difficult. If you tell me a story in life, you will make it interesting. Kareem told me the story of the guy that came to fix the alternator on his car. And I mean, everything about him, including his smell... Everything about it became this fascinating, almost, it became, it was one step away from being a comedy monologue. And it was the guy who came to fix the car. Greg talked to me yesterday, and he was talking about the people that he saw on the street and the two lesbians that were so boring. And it was like boring lesbians became funny conversation but they were good theater so you know the thing about it is in life we are drawn towards good theater when we tell people stories so it's an added element that is part of this really difficult sort of thing that we're also the composer we're also the conductor most of i think we're most of all we're the conductor I think in this way, singing is, singing is easier. First of all, you can sing or not. So that's a given. And, and if you can't sing, then... Then don't sing. Yes, yes. <laughs> sing. <laughs> don't sing. Yeah, then just don't. So you can sing or you can't. But the other thing is, it's like the composer, even Maria Callas said that. She, and I mean, she was like arguably the greatest opera singer that ever lived, and, and even documentaries about her. That's what People talk about Maria Callas. People talk about Maria Callas. There was one on the other night. And she s- said that, well, it's not so difficult. I mean, the composer tells you what to do. And so it's just the way she earned it, of course, was just better than anybody else did. But, I mean, but but that's just, it's just an element. It's an element that is part of what it means for us to make good choices, what it means for us to make choices that are good theater. The bumper sticker says your talent is in your choices, and I say it all the time. But the thing that is also part of it is that Your choice has to be appropriate to the play that you're in. And what's important about that is it tells you you have to know what play you're in. And and by knowing what play you're in, you have to really understand what's going on in the play that you're in. You have to really understand what it's about so that the choices are appropriate to the play you're in. Then you don't just have to make great choices. You have to earn these choices. That's another thing. You know, Kareem fell into that when he was doing I Hate Going to Church because it was a great choice that there was a kid there in a tank top. But when he talked about it, he hadn't earned it. So it's not just the choice you have to earn the choice. And, I, I, and that's, that's one of the biggest, I, I, you know, that all kind of pulls in together. I think it pulls in together when you're spending a lot of time writing down, when you're spending a lot of time thinking about it, is you think it's a good choice, but because you don't earn it, you don't talk it out so that you experience it. So because you don't earn it, It kind of lays flat. And then the last part of it, I think, is that it also has to be good theater. And there are a lot of ways to exercise that muscle. And you do it in life all the time, whether it's Kareem telling me about the mechanic or Greg telling me about taking a walk in the village. What are the things that catch my eye? What are the things that feed me? And then ask yourself why. It's like we can always be working. We can always be working. You know, why did that catch my eye? And he even told me why. Because they were obsessing over something absolutely unimportant. But eventually you begin to figure out what is that? So what is that? If I were looking at that in a play, what is that? It's a character trait. It's something that you notice. That's why I'll never get Greg to move from the village. He just, uh, it's like, you know, he goes out for a walk in the village and he comes back with a story. But that's the reason we get out among people. (laughs) So we can steal from them and and we can watch them. But, it, but it, it's important. It's important for us to look back and say, why did that catch my attention? Because that begins to give you a key. It begins to give you a key to what is good theater because what catches your attention in life is good theater. Just based on the fact that it caught your attention. Even accessibility. Boredom catches your attention. I mean, you know, I'm obsessed with couples at restaurants where the couples are both texting. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated with their... I take secret pictures of them. I have a collection of doomed romances because people are at at dinner texting. And it just cracks me up. I Don't Need an Acting Class is created and hosted by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers. Music provided by Jeffrey Keiser Trio, May This Be Love, from their album On My Way to You. Uh, if you have a question for Milton, please feel free to send your email to questions for Milton at gmail.com. That's questions for Milton at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you back here next week.